Beyond the Fairways as we come to you from the Car Shield Studios. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions. With Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin. And it is like uh, Christmas morning when you talk oh, about man. the Ryder Cup. It's it's here now. It's ready to go, and so are we. It should be a lot of fun. Danny, great to be with you. And I, you know, it's so it's a good and bad thing, depending on what your day looks like, because you can roll over and go, oh, yeah. You know, it's like it's on. When the Open Championship is on, you're Just like, don't oh, go you check think, yeah. what the I, scores are. I know, I know it. So it gets pretty crazy, but I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm really, really excited to break this down with you a little bit and talk about both sides. There's a lot of questions on both sides, and and I can't wait to get into it. This was interesting. Wyndham Clark, I, I found this really, really interesting. Now, we know he's not afraid to speak his mind, which we all love. He said he enjoyed uh, the, the rest that he had after the FedEx season was through, feels fresh. He said, and that the Europeans who've all been playing might be mentally fatigued uh, through the taxing week that Europeans could, quote, leak oil by Sunday. That's pretty strong for a guy to come out and say that before the uh, first tee shot. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, it's, we, we don't typically have fodder fired back and forth in golf. You know what I mean? And so it's kind of, you know, it's a newer generation. Here's a, one of the rookies reigning U.S. Open champion. And um, I'm really, really interested, Danny, in looking at how he performs. You know, he is leading the tour in scrambling. And which is a which is an amazing set. And if you look back, Danny, at the way that he won his U.S. Open, the little pitch shot that he hit from way left on the 17th green up there, about you know six eight inches from the hole. And the, the guy's a baller. He's he's extremely powerful. He makes a lot of birdies. Uh, with that short game of his, it's it's really going to be interesting. I just thought it was interesting that he said he had rest, relaxation, where the pressure, and I'm reading into it maybe a little bit, but the pressure is on the Euros. And it's just, I, I thought it was kind of a bold statement to make before you've even hit a tee shot, but maybe it's part of the gamesmanship too. I, I think it is. And I think, look, well, look, well, let's, let's look, look at this thing. The U.S. has not won on foreign soil in 30 years. Correct, yeah. Okay, and... So let's take the let's focus the mirror on the Euro side for a minute and Captain Donald. Do you want to be that guy? No. You don't want to pressure. So so there's a lot of pressure on that. And then then let's let's focus the mirror on the U.S. side and and go to Captain Johnson and and his team and go. Can you guys man up and be the first one in 30 years to get it done? I mean, it's a so it's you're a saying the pressure is on the Euros. In that sense, it is. But you know how this works, D. Yeah. This is about drop that puck. And what happens? I mean, yeah. who's going to perform? Who's going to be making the putts? Who? It's all about execution. That's everybody knows how they want to play. They know how they want to play the golf course. The golf course is made beautifully for match play. There's several drivable par fours, a lot of reachable par fives, a lot of opportunities to hit the ball in the water. The rough is going to be really, really high. It's going to be interesting to see how this all goes down. Did you deal much with European media? When you were playing over in, in you I, know, various tournaments that you had a chance to play in? I didn't. I only played in a couple. Uh, I played in the 95 British Open. I played in the 95 Scottish Open that was at Carnoustie. Then I played a couple little smaller things. And just just a guy here or there, it was not, not much. Uh, okay, I bring it up because sometimes they can be really direct to the point. Yep. And, and you've seen this among probably what you dealt with to an extent, your colleagues, th that kind of thing. But they'll, they'll sit there and say... Well, why did you make that bad shot? Yeah. What, what's wrong with you on that putt? I mean, just point right. blank. I, it just, I just feel like sometimes the pressure of the media, 
the pressure that they haven't lost in 30 years, and the fact you can make a case, and I want you to get into this, but one through eight is probably on paper better than the Americans. I'm not sure the entire team is, and that's what makes this really fun as they go head-to-head. Yeah, Danny, great point. I mean, we've talked about this on air, off air, but you look at the Euros and talk about John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland, uh, we're not even going to put uh, uh, Ludwig Edberg in there. We're going to go with uh, Matt, Matthew Fitzpatrick. We're going to go with Tommy Fleetwood. We're going to go with Terrell Hatton. Do you want to put Justin Rose in there? Do you want to put? I mean, it, we're, we're talking about some really, really substantial uh, top six, top seven, top eight. Now, do they have? Robert McIntyre, he's a complete unknown. This is a kid that wouldn't be on the team had he not earned his way on. He's got two wins. Yeah, but nobody on the U.S. side's afraid of Robert McIntyre. Now, might he come out and be the hero for he, he He just may well be that. But they're also not going to be too worried about um, Nicholas Hoiberg. You know, it's just it, – it, the beautiful thing is, but is we are going to be breaking this down probably next week's show, and we're going to be talking about one of those guys, or Adberg, or Sepp Straka, Somebody's or emerge. Shane Lowry, who's, right. who's not an unknown. But then let's roll it over to the U.S. side. Right. We know one thing. Brian Harmon is a baller. He is a baller. Hell of a putter, too. I've been with him. He leads the tour in putting from six feet and in. That's right. Danny, you picked him to win the Open Championship, which was unbelievable. And people that are listening to this show made plenty of dough on that. Yep. And we we did. We had a couple friends that told us they were very pleased. They were very pleased. But (laughs) so, So we saw how Brian Harmon performed in the match play championship. I've seen him take down Rory in an individual's match. Brian Harmon is going to be one thing, and one thing is not going to be this event is too big for him. He is going to be at it. Sam Burns is a wild card. I don't know what to think of Sam Burns. I don't know what you think of Sam Burns. I personally – Total wild card, wild card for me. Right. I love the kid. I think Edberg's a wild card for me because I'm not sure how he's going to perform on this big stage like this. Right, Danny, cast aside everything you did in the past. Exactly. This is a new light, man. So Ludwig Edberg – Best amateur player in the world the last two years. Texas Tech kid. Won already on the DP. Absolutely great stuff. Is he going to be a Hall of Famer? Never played in a major. He's never played in a major, though, Danny. We don't know. We don't know. And then you start thinking about, um, I'll I'll just be be honest with you right now. I'm delighted JT's on the team right now. I'm delighted. He might be in the minority, too, with he and Fowler. I do. And Ricky Fowler is like our Swiss Army knife. This is a guy that can, he's he's just that guy that can play with anybody. And you need that because we don't, listen, listen, if JT goes out and stinks it up, I sit him. There's no two ways about it. I sit him. Here's another thing, Danny. I've been going over this golf course. This um, Marco Simone. This place is a hell of a of a plot. It is going to be a lot of walking. It is really going to be interesting to see if anyone, either of these two captains, roll out their superstars for five five uh, uh, of of these events. Well, it'll be really interesting. Interesting that you bring that up because Fred Couples was on Golf Channel. I want to say it was yesterday, and he's walking with a caddy, and they're talking about the course. And he said, he goes, how could you not love this? And he said, we're in Rome. He said, it's 75, 85 degrees. You know, he said, so it's beautiful. So first of all, 
take it in if you're a player. He's like, obviously, I've, I've played in these. You take it in and you enjoy it. He said, now, to the course, he said, lots of undulation. He said, we know now the guys have had a chance to play it a little bit, lots of undulation. And then he said something, I wanted you to, to comment on this because he's a contemporary in, in many ways for you, is that he said, having played in this, you really understood what the pairings were going to be, and you kind of just touched upon it. He said, nowadays, it's not necessarily the case. If you come out, you come out cold, you're out. You're out. And you got to go with the hot hands, where he said in years past that maybe wasn't necessarily the case. I agree, and that's when you'd see somebody like, um, uh, what were some of the – oh, Victor Hovland was 0-3-2 at Whistling Straits. Danny, it didn't sit him. Yeah, he didn't win. He he didn't win a match. He brought a full point in with his two ties. That's it. Sure. Now now has has a lot changed in two years for that young man? Of course it has. I mean, six weeks ago nobody was playing better golf than than he in in the entire world. And what what's that gonna what's that gonna look like? I mean, we're, that first day, you know, Cantlay and Shoffley are going to be together, and I'll bet you anything you want that Spieth and JT are going to be together also. So. And you've got a guy in Colin Morikawa. Imagine this, if somebody was saying this about you. You're a world-class broadcaster, one of the best broadcasters I've ever met. What if somebody said to you, you're the best iron player on tour since Tiger Woods? And we were talking about Colin Morikawa. That's how good that guy is. From And he paired with Dustin Johnson and DJ at Whistling Straits, and they were lights out. Yeah. So we got Colin Morikawa sitting in there that's kind of another one of these guys that's like, just put me on the fairway, man. Okay, I, I'm going to tell you this, and we got to wrap it, things up here in just a second. All right, I think the key to the whole thing, we haven't even touched upon him yet, and he might be the best player in the world if he can putt. And apparently he, he brought a putting coach and has worked with other outside entities yep. with putting. Yep. Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. What if he gets that putter hot? Oh, it lights out. Yeah, it, it changes everything. Danny, we talk about this all the time. I'm going to kick the horse again. His compete level off the rails. Tiger Woods, he still is not as good as Tiger in that. But this kid, he sticks it in there all the time and doesn't give up, man. And look, he's number one in the world, and we're watching him give away tournaments because he couldn't convert a three or four footer multiple times on a Sunday. And and we watch him over four days. But at the end of the day, he's still top five, top three. What did he have? The ridiculous run where he never finished out of the top 12 exactly. for how long? I mean, that talks about what he's made of. And the, the grit factor, sandpaper right there, buddy. He's Absolutely. not going anywhere. That's, and, and Danny, we are going to see him paired with Sam Burns somewhere along yep. the line because we know that's one of the reasons why Sam was on the team. Okay, let's uh, get our predictions. As we always do, we like to predict winners. Oh, man. I, I, here's the thing. I'll I do know. it first right. because I know you hate to go against the red, white, and blue. But I do. I do. And I have a sick feeling in my stomach. Go on. My heart is with the United I States. I know they are. I know. My brain and as I break it down and I look at just the players that they have with the Euros, how do you bet against them on home on home soil? I, it's almost impossible to do, at least in my I opinion. I agree. I yeah. agree. I so, you don't have to say it. You can just say your heart is with the United States. It's okay. No, I, I'm gonna go. This I'm going out on a limb. You know, I okay. live on the limb. I am going red, white, and blue, and I'm going. Oh, okay. It is going to be tight. It is going to be tight. I'm assuming 
By the way, I hope you're right. I know, I know you do. I am assuming JT's going to perform. I'm going to assume JT's going to perform. How great would that be if he just shoves it up? Everybody, everybody you know, exactly. So stay, everybody that over. didn't want him, to, you know, to yeah, be there. Right, right in your ear. Here yeah. it comes. Um, great, would be great vindi- uh, vindication for for Coach Johnson. And um, you know, there's all this prep and all of the pods that go in, all of this the stuff that's gone in with it. I mean, our tournament here in St. Louis, we lost Davis Love, Steve Stricker, uh, Jim Furyk because they were all playing practice rounds. You know, the week of the Ascension Charity Classic in Rome. So, I. I I, I, I think it's going to be one. I don't. I can't think of anything other than watching Tiger play at Augusta that gets me more excited than watching golf. I, I'm with you. Why? Why is that? Just generally speaking, why do you think the Ryder Cup is so special? I mean, it, it, people are waiting. I, you know, you and I talk to golf fans, and obviously, you're in the weeds of golf like none other. But you talk to the casual golf fan. The guy or gal that goes out once a week, plays on a weekend, may catch the PGA Tour on a Sunday just to see who the winner might be. And they're like, man, I'm not leaving my couch for three days. Right. I'm, I'm watching this every day. Right. Why do you think that is? It's got to be the red, white, and blue. There's also no money. You know, they're yeah. not playing. They're playing for sheer pride and honor of representing your country. And and uh, and it's, yeah, it's 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 become this, it's such a tightly contested thing i mean we have actually whooped europe by 10 points exactly that's a beatdown. yes it is that's a beatdown. and bryson dechambeau is driving greens exactly dj is five and oh absolutely it's interesting though because there's a real changing of the guard happening for the euros okay sergio gone polter gone westwood gone paul casey gone i mean really yeah when's the last time the, the i mean we're talking 30 years and Sergio hasn't played in one of these. It's crazy. And, and, it's crazy and, to and think about. It is. And so there's a change in the guard. Victor Hovland is a capable guy, man. I can promise you 10 years ago, none of us thought we'd have some kid from Norway go to challenge to be world number one and be a, a force in, in, in golf. And now we got this sweet Adberg who's co- going to come in and I, I'm looking for great things from him as well. Rory and Rom, they speak for themselves, but you know, Danny, they got to perform too. Yeah, absolutely, every single guy's got to. It's not a given. Bring, not a given. And we've seen Rory struggle with that putter. He hits the ball. You know, sim a lot of similarities to Scotty Scheffler. Sure, because he still finishes extremely high up without having really, really great putting weeks. And when he does putt, it's all over. So we have so many storylines to continue. We could just keep on yapping. Well, this is always fun to be with you, my man. Thanks for doing it. Should be a great weekend of golf. Oh, I love you, buddy. I can't wait to watch. And then next week we'll get to break it all down and try to explain what the hell happened. It's going to be fun. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. We call this Beyond the Fairways coming to you from the Car Shield Studios. And we're presented by Darty Business Solutions.